0: Welcome back to the Gathering Place of All Nations. This Monday night, we were blessed to have Pastor Susie from His Glory House, who encouraged us to remember Lot's wife. It's time to let go of the old. Amen. I am so excited to be here with family. This is family. I love my family. I love Pastor John and Pastor Victoria. Please give them a round of applause for me. I know that they give glory to Jesus, but I give honor where honors is due. They have been more than just friends, they're like spiritual parents. I know Dr. Russ is, and Pastor Maeve, we love them dearly and the connection, but uh, God has just put us together with Pastor Victoria and Pastor John. They've been there to just nurse us in times when we need nursing and be there for us when we needed it, a shoulder to cry on and laugh with and just be there. You all just are so blessed to have such great leadership, such great parents, such great shepherds. So let's give God glory for that. And I love your new kitchen. The kitchen is the bomb.com. Like, it's amazing. And the fireplace and all of the, the vegetables on the side. Oh, my goodness. I love it. I love it. I love it. I came in and my mouth was just open. And he's like, what? I'm like, I love your kitchen. The kitchen looks amazing. So congratulations, the gathering place. It's so awesome. Pastor Harpreet is watching with Abigail and Faith and Prince Willow. I'm sure. You know, we have a puppy, we uh, have a new baby boy, we call him our son. (laughs) Our puppy, Prince Willow, part of the uh, Ruby Joy Enterprises from Pastor Maven, Dr. Russ. And you know, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Pastor Harpreet was adamant that we're not getting a dog. He said, absolutely not, we're not getting a dog. If we get a dog, it's either me or the dog, Susie, you're going to have to choose. And so the girls and I, we got this um, fake puppy with a heartbeat. I forget what it's called. But we ordered it from Amazon or somewhere, and it has a battery and it has a heartbeat, so it looks pretty real. So we got that puppy, and then we laid hands. Let me tell you... Prayer works, and I know you guys know this here, and we laid hands on that puppy, and we came into agreement, and we said, girls, we're going to pray, if it be the will of Jesus, that we get a puppy. Let me tell you, a year later, Johnny, a year later, we inherited Prince Willow, our, our Cavapoo puppy at home. Remember now, Pastor Harpreet says, no puppy at all. I don't want the dogs in my house. I don't want no smell. I don't want to touch nothing. You know, and every time he would see a puppy, he would do tap dance around a puppy. He's like, ah, oh, get it away from me. And I'm like, honey, now my honey is singing yes jesus loves you to the puppy nikki he's singing to the puppy he's cradling the puppy we bought a stroller for our puppy so we can go to the mall (laughs) we have officially been puppy parented so now we're puppy parents and we're proud (laughs) so if you are believing for something that seems impossible pastor john um keep alive. (laughs) Keep your faith alive. I love you, Pastor Victoria. (laughs) He may have a secret men's prayer meeting and have all the elders lay hands on a puppy. (laughs) Oh, God is good. Pastor Harpreet is at home. He's uh, getting rest. You know, sometimes our body needs rest. On our way here, well, we were getting ready to come, and he just really didn't feel good. He is in regret that he's not here, but um, he'll be back. He'll come. You know, he's gonna come and bring fire. And uh, he's praying for us right now. He says, I'm praying for you, honey, you got this. And I'm like, thanks. So it was about a half an hour before, you know, six o'clock, he's like, honey, you're on your own. Thank you, honey. (laughs) The two become one, literally. But I feel that I have the word of the Lord. And, I, and I, I, when I got in here, I could sense the presence of God. During worship, it was amazing. And I, I just felt his presence just wooing us in. And I want to ask you to do one more time, just to stand up. And let us just give him anything that we have left. Let's just shake off the cares of today. I believe that Holy Spirit is here and he wants to, like Pastor Victoria said, just suck everything out. Some of us have some cares of the world and still thinking about what I'm going to do tomorrow, and what I'm going to cook, what's for dinner, what, what my shopping list looks like. And I really feel the Lord saying, just seize the moment now. Look to me now. So I'm going to ask you just in your own words, no music or anything, just lift your hands to a holy God. Just avail everything to Him right now and say, God, here I am. Jesus, all of me, all of my anxieties, cares, worries, stress, I shake it off and I give you everything now. Now, Holy Spirit, we love you, we love you, and we honor you in this moment. We give you everything, God. We cast our cares at your feet and we want to seize every moment in you jesus pour out your spirit afresh god king of glory come on in king of glory come on in we make room for you jesus jesus we just thank you for your sweet presence i love you lord and I lift my voice to worship you. Oh, my soul, rejoice, take joy, my ki Come on, if you mean it. And I lift my voice to worship you, oh, my soul. Come on, tell your soul to rejoice. Rejoice joy my Jesus. You are holy God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. depths of her heart. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, welcome Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, we love you, Holy Spirit, We welcome you, Holy Spirit. Shh. Holy Spirit. Oh, we honor you. Shh. Inhale his prayer. Let the breath of God fill you now. Holy Spirit. Shoo. Shoo. Be healed. Shh. Shoo. Shoo. Yes, yes. Receive the breath of God. I feel some of us are being healed in our back, the lower back. Receive. Seize the moment. He's here. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, we honor you. Holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. If you're online and you're watching, receive from the throne of God tonight. Let him do what he needs to do in your mind, your heart, and emotions. Let the breath of God bring creative miracles let the breath of god bring life Shh. come on inhale his presence let it go come on receive 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 he's a generous giver let's be generous at receiving holy spirit i thank you for pouring on your people tonight thank you for the glory the glory the glory Ooh. For those that have issues with their knees, receive the healing power of Jesus. I just see the balm of Gilead just rubbing the knees. Receive. Shoo. Thank you, Lord. If we can just sit in this atmosphere, it's thick with his presence. Thank you, Lord. It's like we're in a glory cloud. Do you feel that? I feel that. Ooh. It's like he's massaging our hearts and just quietening our souls. Be still and know that he is God. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that he is God. Shh. just for 60 more seconds just just bask in his glory Holy Spirit thank you Lord well I feel that God's given me a word for tonight and it was something that I was studying, and something that I've grown up with with my mom telling me this story. And for a long time, I couldn't get my head wrapped around it. It sounded so fairy tale. And it's the story of Lot's wife. And I know some of us that are seasoned, and those of you online, may have heard the story many times. But I find the Lord's bringing me back to some childlike faith messages in the Bible, Pastor John. He's reminding me once again of some of the things that I may have passed over, you know, in life. We learn these things and my mom is a prayer warrior and I thank God for my mom because if it wasn't for my mother, I wouldn't be here. And she would teach us on Saturday mornings. We would have to wake up and have devotion. And you know, as a teenager and even younger, on Saturdays, you cherish your Saturdays. You want to sleep in, but not in our household. Saturdays, we had to wake up, and we had devotion. And devotion looked like an hour of each person took turns. It was like cell. Each person, each, there was a lot of us. My mom had seven girls. So we're at home, and mom would designate each Saturday would be one of us that we would have to sing. One person's leading worship. One person is telling a Bible story, etc. And we would have to be up at about 7.30, Pastor John, on a Saturday. Saturday. And... Uh, that was norm, I, from, for those that are from the islands. On a Saturday, you gotta get up and do chores, and you're up early. But Saturday at 7.30 to read the Bible? we're Like, my eyes are not open. I'll read the Bible, but can my eyes be open first, you know? Anyhow, on Saturdays, mom would share, and I would never forget the story of Lot's wife. And the reason why I didn't forget it, because I never understood the message of her turning into a pillar of salt. I'm thinking, how could that be? She turned into salt. And I'm going to get into that, but the Lord reminded me of this message uh, earlier this week. And as I was breaking it down, the Lord reminded me one more time about Lot's wife. And I feel that God has a message for us by the Spirit of God to remember Lot's wife. I found out that that's the second shortest verse in the Bible the first is how many of you know what the first one is Jesus huh yes and what does it say in John eleven thirty five? 35 Jesus wept that's the shortest verse in the Bible so if somebody asks you for a scripture give me a scripture from the Bible Jesus wept <laughs> there it is and the second shortest is where Jesus says remember Lot's wife. Three words. And as I was breaking it down, the Lord was just revealing some things to me. And I said, God, I repent. I repent. So Father God, as I bring forth your word, the message that you have laid on my heart, I thank you that you will speak through me and preach, teach through me. God, I hide behind you and I say, all of you and none of me, God. And I want us to go to Luke 17, if we could please, verse 28. Now, I'm going to read it, and then I'll give you some backdrop for those of you that don't know. So Luke 17, verse 28 to, I think, 32. I have it on my iPad here. Okay, so I'm going to read it, and it says, and I'm reading from the New King James Version. It says... Likewise, as it was also in the days of Lot, they ate, they drank, they bought. So Jesus is talking to his disciples. Little backdrop, quick backdrop. Jesus is talking to his disciples. He's not talking to the Sadducees or the Pharisees. He's talking to Peter, John his boys, right, his disciples, his leaders, and he's saying, listen, likewise as it was also in the days of Lot, they ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built, but on the day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even so will it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. In that day, he who is on the housetop and his goods are in the house, let him not come down to take them away. And likewise, the one who is in the field, let him not turn back. Remember Lot's wife. Whoever seeks to save his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life will preserve it. And he proceeds to continue to tell them, about the kingdom of heaven and when i read this story i said god not a story when i read this passage i said god okay remember lot's wife and i just kind of read through it yes it turned into a pillar of salt but when i broke it down he was talking to his disciples so let's bring it into the 21st century he's talking to you and me and he doesn't say remember abraham he doesn't say remember noah he doesn't say, remember Sarah, who gave birth, the miracle that I created, where she gave birth really late. He doesn't say any of that. Remember, who, he says, remember Lot's wife. He didn't even say, remember Lot. He says, remember Lot's wife. Isn't that something? And why would he tell us to remember Lot's wife? Her heart wasn't as close as we may have thought. You see, Lot was the nephew of Abraham. You know about Abraham. We all say, I'm the sons of Abraham. We worship the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So Abraham was Lot's uncle. So that means Lot and his wife, hung out with Abraham. They saw the miracles, the fire. They saw, you know, legs grow out. They saw the glory. They were in church on a Monday. They were in church on a Wednesday. They were hanging out by the fire. They saw God move. They seen miracles happen. Abraham and Lot, they departed. Lot Went to go live near Jordan in the area, Sodom in the city of Sodom. Abraham stayed on the other side. Lot's wife hung out with Lot. She was married to a man of God. She was married, meant she was in covenant. She was there with him and saw all these things happen. All the miracles happen. Was in the glory, but yet still, her heart was far from God. Jesus, as he's telling his disciples, he says, listen, so is the kingdom of heaven. So shall it be. Remember, not Abraham, not Lot, not Sarah, not Deborah, not who else is in the Bible that we can name? Noah, who else is there? David. He didn't say, remember David, the one after my own heart. He said, remember Lot's wife. What happened to Lot's wife? He could have mentioned so many other people, but there's something about Lot's wife that, had, that has and had a message for us today. He said to me, Suzanne, remember Lot's wife. In that Sodom and Gomorrah, they were buying, selling, building, saving building up their own estates doing whatever lawlessness perversion you know i was talking to someone the other day and they're like is the bible even relevant i'm like how could you not see sodom and gomorrah is here we've seen it but god's saying to us today remember lot's wife in the midst of the chaos in the midst of the selling the buying the lawlessness the perversion When God has something for us and he's telling us to go, are we still stuck to the past? Pastor John said something here today and that was so prophetic. I caught it and he says, let's let go of yesterday. Let's let go of what happened earlier this year. You know, sometimes we hang on to the things of yesteryear. Well, remember in 2009 when I had, well, remember in 2010 when I wasn't sick? Remember in 2020 do you remember 2019? I mean, at work, I work for the province of Ontario, and we have meetings, and they would talk about different things. And they were, we're in the office, and we do hybrid, and we're in the office a couple of days, at home a couple of days, having to travel. And everyone's like, I can't, I wish it was back to normal. We're so stuck to yesterday. And God's saying, I have a today for you. He directed Lot to grab his family and go. God was going to burn Sodom and Gomorrah Gomorrah with Lot and his wife, but Abraham interceded. Abraham stood in the gap and said, God, my nephew is there. Please, just let my nephew go. You got to preserve him. And that's why it's so important for us to intercede. It's so important for us to pray for our city, our nation, and those in government. Because of the gap that he stood in, Abraham, God preserved Lot. And because of that, two angels were sent to Lot's house. And they said, go. God's going to send fire and brimstone. Leave now. Take your kids, your wife. Let's go. They take everything. And they're going, but he gave an instruction. You know, how many of us like to quote the Bible? We read one verse and we're like, uh, the, the plans of the Lord is good for me. Jeremiah twenty-nine, eleven. <laughs> but we forget the before scripture and the after. There's, there's a clause. There's something we've got to do. The angel of the Lord came to Lot and said, take your wife and your two girls and let's go. But here are the instructions. Don't look back do you think it was a look back he meant don't look back like over your shoulder as you're leaving no it was don't look back of what i'm trying to get you from look at where i'm trying to get you to sometimes as believers we're so stuck in what it used to look like i recently Pastor Harpreet and I had a discussion and we said, we're so used to church a certain way that we got so stuck and couldn't see where God was trying to take us. Right now we're in a hotel and I, I, I got to tell you, I got a break to tell you, we've had more souls saved in this hotel than we've had in our big building that seated 300 people. Every Sunday, Harleen, How many people do we pray and prophesy to on a Sunday? Maybe five. We're in the hotel and they hear worship in the lobby and they're wondering, what's what's that sound? And they come over to the room that we're in. The room seats 50 people. They come over into the room and they stand there in awe. And so we have someone designated to the door. And they will pray with them or ask them to come in. Give their heart to the Lord. We had a lady that came in. I know I'm, I'm segueing because I want to share what had happened if I did not let go of the past. Now you may say, Pastor Susie, what do you mean? Yes, I was hanging on to the building, the church, what it looks like, how it should look. Why don't we have it this way? Why isn't it this way? Meanwhile, Jesus is saying, let it go. I'm trying to get you to somewhere. We had a young lady who was doing laundry. She's from Saskatchewan. She was doing laundry at the hotel and the worship pulled her in. She said, I heard worship. And she came into worship and I was speaking. Pastor Harpreet and I were up at the front speaking and she came running in right up to the front during, during service, just interrupted the service, ran into my arms and just started crying. Dropped her laundry bags right there and then we just interrupted service just to pray with her her to the Lord and connected her. Now what if we were stuck in the past? I don't wanna go to a hotel. We had a church that seated through 200. What are we doing in a hotel that has 50? Who's coming post COVID? God, what are you doing? And we say, God, where are you? He's saying, where are you? I'm over here waiting for you. Where are you? I've asked you to leave Sodom. I've asked you to leave that place. I've asked you to leave. I'm trying to get you somewhere. And sometimes we may appear and have that appearance and look like I'm in church and I'm, yes, God, do a new thing. You know, the new song, whatever Elevation's got going on, we're singing it. The new song, Helena comes up with a prophetic song. Yes, God, do it, a new thing. And then when you come out the door, he says, leave that old pattern of thinking. Leave that stinking thinking. Stand in the gap. I want you to pray for your city, for your nation, for your neighborhood. I want you to have home groups. I want you to pray for this person and that person. God, where are you? I need you in my life. It's about me, God, and my wish list, Jesus. I've got seven points for my intercession prayer. I need you to hear every one. And he's saying, you got to let go. You got to let go. We're going to end our year strong, family. But we've got to let go of the old so we can embrace the new. Jesus was talking to his disciples and he said, remember Lot's wife. She turned into a pillar of salt. That means she became just nothing. Some say there's still a monument of this salt figure. It's not because she was looking to see if her daughters were coming. It was because her heart was longing for the world. I still want my career, God. I know you're calling me to this, but I still, I still, mm. God, I know that guy's not for me, but you know, everybody else is getting married, but you know, maybe I can lead him to the Lord or vice versa. God, I know you call me to intercession, but I just don't have time right now i got a career to look after. i got my kids. Fill in the blank. We have all these excuses. Our hearts being pulled by the things of this world. I saw something on a video and it said, those that control the media control your mind. Why do you think they pay millions of dollars for marketing? Do you think McDonald's billboards, they spend all that money so that we could take a look at it and just be like, oh, that's nice? There's a plan. When you look at that Big Mac on the billboard, even if you're a vegetarian, all of a sudden you want a Big Mac. All of a sudden you want it. We've got to be careful what we're feasting our eyes on, and what our heart is longing for. The longer where our face is in the Instagram, the Facebook, the Twitter, we're going, our heart slowly gets pulled, it's like a claw, each hook. If it's not about, well, I've got to have my safety net in place, yes, we've got to use wisdom and have things in place, insurances, all that. But I'm talking about if we're just constantly feeding on that, it's like a hook that's pulling us back into the place of Gomorrah, Sodom and Gomorrah. We're being tugged and pulled. And God's saying, come on, I'm trying to get you somewhere. You're praying and contending and bawling and striving. And he's saying, I want you to tap into that place of abundance, of more than enough. But you've got to let go. We've got to let go. Say, I will let go. Of the old. I will, I got to hear you online. I will, I will let go, let go of, the of the old. You know, I wrote, we could ask many things. Why would Lot choose to live in that place, that city? Why would he choose to live in a place like that? Of lawlessness, of sin, etc.? But God didn't focus on that. He said, the message is, where is your heart he's saying to you and to me today where is your heart we may not be in the club or drinking and that sometimes we pronounce that a lot like oh that's the sin but what about the sin of omission and commission he's called you to do something are you doing it did you write that book that he's asked you to write did you write that song that he asked you to write did you minister to your neighbor did you bake those cookies Did you write that letter to your loved one, to your family member? Are you standing in the gap for your government, your city, your pastors? What is it he's called you and me to? Because he says, such is the kingdom of heaven. When he comes, we will not have time to run into that house and gather up and fix up. We will have to be ready. It's like a house on fire. You may be tempted to go into that house and say, okay, I'm going to pull, I want to grab that safe. I got like a million bucks in that safe. Oh, no, wait, I I love those pairs of shoes. I got to go get that pair of shoes. Oh, I got to go get my dog. I got to go. No, because if you go to do that, you're going to lose your life and everything else. What's more important, he says, leave that alone. Preserve life leave those cares. I know it's enticing. I know it looks good. I know it sounds good. You know, media, it tells you how to dress, how to look. My daughter, Abby, was talking about it, and she's like, you know, this is the new thing, mom. And I'm like, who said so? Like, no, you don't say that, mom. I'm like, so who said it? Who, 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 who's dictating to you? And that's what the Lord's saying to us. Who is dictating to us? Remember Lot's wife, She had a heart turned back to the world. There was still something clawing her and keeping her down. What is it? Is it fear? Is it anxiety? Is it an insecurity? It may not be lawlessness, but is it insecurity, anxiety, stress, pressure? What is it that's holding us back? God's saying, let go. We're going to end our year strong. He's taking us into the promised land, but we've got to let go of what is of the old and allow him to take us into the new because it's in that place where prosperity flows, where the land of milk and honey is. He says, we will do mighty exploits. We're not the ones that are going to be begging. We shouldn't be the ones begging. God, would you please, would you pretty, pretty please? He says, I've given you all authority and all power. It's for us to tap into that. But we can't be straddling the fence with my heart over here and my eyes this way. He's looking at our heart. My family, my brothers and sisters, God spoke to me. He said, remember Lot's wife. And I said, God, well, well I'm doing what I should, but is, is it the doing? Well, God, I'm praying, I'm doing. But he says, where's your heart? Be sure that your heart is steadfast be sure your heart is connected with mine so that when i say go you go when i say stay you stay when i say move you move that we're not allowing the things of this world to dictate and to puppet us into places not allowing the the systems to bring bring fear you know the media they like to bring fear and fear mongering and bring all these things back and have us feel like all hope is lost but holy spirit is saying to us today be rest assured he is the same yesterday today and forever we don't have to keep wishing and hoping one day he is a today god and he's saying today seek me Today, leave the things of the old. Leave yesteryear. Yes, it's different. Yes, it's changed. Yes, it's not what we're used to. But God says, in the midst of the new, I am here. He has not gone anywhere. If he is God, he has not gone anywhere. What are we worried about? What are we concerned about? What we're used to. You see, Sodom was filled with pride. That place, I think it's in Ezekiel where Ezekiel talks about what it was like. It was full of pride and all of these things. They didn't care. But God is saying, let's get rid of that. Let's put the pride aside. Yeah, we don't know anymore where we are. That's the best place to be because I have to rely on Jesus every single minute of the day. And that's the best place to be. He shakes us up so that we can rely on him instead of relying on what we know. Well, you know what? I have Plan A, I saw a little video, and this little girl is saying, well, if your plan A isn't working, you have 24 more alphabets to work with. I laughed, but then really, that's what we do. Well, I don't have plan A. Well, I'll go to plan B, plan C, plan D, plan E, F, G, H, L. We go down, and then we wear ourselves out, become weary in well-doing. But God says no. No. Be still and know that I am God. And I wrote here, she was pulled back by what she was leaving. She was torn between where God was taking her and her past. A lot of us are torn between where God is taking us and our past. And I know for me, my testimony (laughs) When God called me into ministry, it wasn't that my heart was longing to be in the past, but it was myself that was in the way. I said, God, well, how are you going to use me because of my past? God, what are you going to do with me? I I can't speak to anyone. They won't listen to me. You know my past. And he says, I'm trying to move you forward. Your past does not dictate your future. And you may, some of you may be here and you're like, well, my past is tainted. Pastor Susie, you don't know me. I'm sure I don't know. But if God can use me and save me. You know, I was younger, when I was younger, I wasn't always happy. I was a very angry young girl. I was into drugs. I was into gangs, hung out in the wrong places. But when God got a hold of me, he pulled me out from the old and brought me into the new. At that time, did I know what it would look like? No. Was I scared? Yes. But you move afraid. You do it and say, God, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what you're doing. Sarah, I don't know where you're going. I don't know what he's doing, but he's doing. Because our God never stays still. And in this moment, and in this day right now, I want us to remember Lot's wife. Jesus could have chosen many other names for us to remember, but he chose Lot's wife. And I love the Bible, but when it's in red, I know that Jesus is speaking specifically to me. He's saying, remember. It is not think about it. It is highlight, exclamation mark, keep it in the forefront on the frontal lobe. Remember Lot's wife, Peter, John, all those guys that healed the sick, raised the dead, walked on water, remember Lot's wife. I want Holy Spirit to etch this in our eardrum, our spiritual eardrum, so that we remember Lot's wife when we are tempted to stick in the past, to get stuck in the past. I want us to remember Lot's wife as if it was Jesus speaking to us, sitting right beside us saying, honey, remember Lot's wife? Her heart was still there, and I was trying to bring her somewhere. But in the midst of her, of her pulling, she died. You may say, well Pastor Susie, am I gonna turn into a pillar of salt? No. But will your destiny live? No. Will your purpose live? No. Miles Monroe says, the grave is the, one of the most wealthiest places. You want to know why? Lots of potential has been buried. Lots of books. Lots of songs that were never sung. Lots of books that were never written. Lots of businesses that were never opened. Because we look back. Well, God, I can't. I gotta take care of Billy. Well, God, you know, you you called me to this, are you sure? Because I gotta be here. Our God's not up in heaven confused and eating peanuts and wondering what to do. He's not sitting there with Gabriel and Michael and saying, "Well, well, what are we gonna do with her, Helena? What are we gonna do with her? She's got a bad past, oh, it's rough, it's rough, that Susie girl. I don't know how we're gonna do it. He's not up there biting his nails, he's on the other side saying, where are you? Where are you? Who are you hiding from? Where are you running from? And where are you running to? Remember Lot's wife, he says to Peter who walked on water, to his disciples that healed the sick the lame begins to walk. He says, remember Lot's wife, because such is the kingdom of heaven. I am purposely repeating it because that's how I hear it echoed in my heart daily. Remember Lot's wife. Her heart was far from me. She was around the fire. She was around the worship. She was around the miracles. She was married to a man of God. But her heart was still lusting after the world. Her heart was far from where God had wanted her to go. Today, God's saying to you and to me, where is our heart? Let's go into the new. Let's not wait till January 1st. He is new every day. Let's do it today. Say, God, I'm walking into the new today. I'm stepping into that new place that you have for me today. God, whatever it is you want me to leave behind, I'm leaving it behind because I know you have something new for me today. You're like, God, where are you? He says, here I am. Come with me. Hold my hand. Hold his hand because he will take you into a place of abundance. How many of you understand what I'm saying and hear what I'm saying in the spirit? Tonight, Let's awaken to the call of God in a greater way. Let's not just answer the call, but be awakened to the call and grab hold of it in a new way. And say, God, maybe I kind of straddled the fence. Maybe I'm just hanging out a little bit because I want to just, just give me a minute, God. I need a minute. And I've been there. Believe me, I've been there. This whole two years, I was up. I was like, God, I need a minute because I need a minute. And that's why I thank God for your pastors, because, you know, they were there. <laughs> and I've had those moments where I say, God, give me a minute. I need a minute. Let me breathe, because I don't know what's happening. But in the midst of that, he says, I'm still the same. You may not know what's happening. You see, that's where the pride is revealed. Because I don't know what's happening. You know, I'm one of those ones. I need to know, you know, what's happening. You know, at work, I'm, okay, so what are we doing? Okay, so when we finish this meeting, can we kind of have the notes? Okay, so where are we going now? So the meeting was about, and here are the dots. All right, four points, got it. This is where we're going, good. But you know those moments where you're in the storm and you're like, okay, so what's happening? God, at least give me a prophetic sign. You know, one of those that God, you and I are friends, aren't we? Where are we going? Somewhere. Right, Somewhere. But God, I can't see you. Hold my hand. God, I can't feel you. Trust me. <laughs> How many of you know what I'm saying in the last two years? <laughs> I've been there. But God's saying in the midst of it all. And now I rejoice and I say, God, forgive me for those times where my heart was just longing for the past. And I'm using myself as an example because God's speaking to me through me. When I was excited about the church building and, you know, I'm going to be transparent where, you know, they'd say, oh, my goodness, you guys want you know, I'd invite people to church. Oh, you guys want to come out to church? Yeah, we're at 595, come on in, we've got this, we've got that, right? It's about the kingdom, right? Now we're in a, a room of 50 people. And he's like, come on, and my husband. He's very exuberant and, you know, come on, everybody. And I'm like, oh, honey, just leave them. They, they probably won't, like, feel comfortable there. Like, it's okay. But God showed me. He humbled me, buckled me and said, where is your heart? Is it in the doing? The mirage of what it looks like? Or is it where I need you to be? It's about souls. It's about the kingdom, Navid. He says, where is your heart? Remember Lot's wife. She died. Do I want my purpose dead? My destiny not to live? A lot of us, sometimes we go through life and we're like, God, where's this dead thing? Oh, we bind up Satan. We bind up, bind up until we forget that some of the things we're doing has bound us because we're not in that place where he wants us to be. I have learned that I had to let go of what I thought to where he wants me to be. As your sister, I wanna encourage you. Let's let go of the old so that we can move into the new today, not at 2023. Not at 2024, not December 31st, today. Say today. I'm walking into the new today. How many of you are going to join me walking into the new today? How many of you have felt that maybe I was hanging on to the old of yesteryear? Let's be truthful. Shame the devil, tell the truth. Okay, how many of you are saying right now, Pastor Susie, I'm letting that go. All right, let's stand up. We're going to let it go together. See, we're going to shame the devil and tell the truth. You see, he likes to hide behind the facade and the, the hallelujahs and the songs. But today, tonight, we're going to start new and start fresh. We're going to say, yes, God, I'm letting go of the old. And I'm moving into the new. How many of you are going to join me? How many of you are going to wait until 2023 to move? (laughs) No, I'm not telling you to move from your house or leave your job. (laughs) I'm telling you just to obey God. We're going to leave the old and move into the new. Because God has something great for you. He has something great for us. It's not always material things, it's about souls. Is there someone in your neighborhood that needs Jesus? That person you keep looking at through the window and you're like, look at them, look at them. They're just making a mess of everything, look at them. They don't even walk right, they don't have their clothes on right, look at them. Maybe God wants you to look at them in a different way. Let go of that stinking thinking. And say, God, let me look at them the way you look at them. Let me be like Abraham and stand in the gap for Lot and his family. And say, God, before you destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, I stand in the gap for my city, my neighborhood, my family. Instead of being judgmental, critical, Condescending or just that pride elitism. Oh, they don't know Jesus like I know Jesus. They need to come over on my side, Helena. They don't know anything. God, forgive us. Jesus, have mercy on us. Where we have created a caste system, an elitism in the kingdom of heaven Jesus tonight we say we're done with the old and we're in with the new God we let go of those old thoughts those old ways the old mindsets the old traditions and God today we say let your will be done let your kingdom come Kingdom thoughts, kingdom mindsets, kingdom plans, kingdom ideas. God, we're not going to identify ourselves with a culture or a group. The only culture is the kingdom culture. So Lord, we thank you for shifting us into the new even now. For, Lord, we know that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. But, Lord, we tap into that today, God, to the now, God, not wishing and hoping for tomorrow, but knowing today that you are here, that our trust is in you now, Whew. And if you're here and you feel like, I just feel there's some that may feel like, okay, I was in that place and you kind of feel there's this, uh, I'm not good enough. I don't, I'm not equal to. We break that off now in Jesus' name. Like I'll never measure up. No more comparisons. no more looking at the world for what you should look like or what success looks like but i will look into the kingdom of heaven of what success looks like god i thank you for your word and tonight god i'm asking holy spirit to just bring illumination to the words of this scripture Let us remember Lot's wife, oh God. That we would not look back. Our hearts would not cleave to what we've lost. Our conversations won't be around what we used to have. What we used to do. Where we were. But God, we would cleave to the now of our destiny. The now of the purpose that you have for us. That we would... Answer and apprehend the call that you have for us, God. You're in the now. So help us to walk in the now. To seize the now. To walk in the abundance. And Jesus, for every one of us that felt that we were straddling the fence, Lord, I thank you for your mercy and your grace. I thank you for grace to abound in this season. Grace to overcome in this hour. As we are in the last days, God, I thank you for the grace to abound in this season. God, that we would take up our cross and follow you, Lord. That we would look to you, the author and the finisher of our faith. That we would draw from you, God our Alpha and Omega Adonai our teacher we would draw from you Holy Spirit that we would look to you to reveal truth that our knee-jerk response would not be just to go to Google or go to this person or that person but we would call on you Holy Spirit The third person of the triune God, we would call on Holy Spirit, the revealer of truth in circumstances that we don't understand. At times when we feel bewildered and lost, let us run to the one that can fill us up. Jesus, we thank you for the grace to abound in this season, the grace to overcome, the grace to walk in the now in the new, in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening. As you go about your week, we pray you remember Lot's wife. And reach out to us or check us out online at www.tgpoa.com. We will see you next week.